Today is February 24, 2021. The title today is For Such a Time as This. Then on my blog, which is whatwouldajesusgirldo.com, there's a poster picture of a movie, One Night with the King, showing Esther from the back pushing open the doors to go in and see the king. Esther's uncle Mordecai said them to Esther in her response, which was a protest to save her life. Mordecai had learned of a plot to annihilate all the Jews in a single day in Susa and even to the remotest parts of the empire. Mordecai's report reached Esther, urging her to go into the king's presence to beg for mercy and plead with him for her people. That is Esther chapter 4, verse 8. Esther's answer followed. All the king's officials and the people of the royal provinces know that for any man or woman, who approaches the king in the inner court without being summoned, the king has but one law, that person be put to death. The only exception to this is for the king to extend the gold scepter to him and spare his life. But thirty days have passed since I was called to go to the king. That's in Esther 4.11. Mordecai sent back this answer to Esther. Do not think that because you are in the king's house, you alone of all the Jews will escape. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place, but you and your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you have come to royal position for such a time as this, Esther 4, 12-14. Then Esther sent this reply to Mordecai, Go, gather together all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my maids will fast as you do. When this is done... I will go to the king, even though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went away and carried out all of Esther's instructions. That's in Esther 4, 15 through 17. Now you know that the picture representing Esther pushing open the door to go into the king's presence without being summoned, there was the potential that she would die. Do you know what happens? Do you know the story? Do you know the end of the story? There are six more chapters in the book of Esther, and there's a twist toward the end. I hope you read it. Esther is located right before the book of Job, which is right before the Psalms. If you open most Bibles in the middle, 
it will be the Psalms, unless it is the study Bible. Esther and Ruth are the only books in the Bible named after women. Ruth was a Gentile who married a Jew, while Esther was a Jewess who married a Gentile. Both were women of faith and courage, and both helped to save the nation of Israel. Ruth and Boaz had a son in the lineage of Christ, and God guided Esther in what to say and do to prevent the above-described potential massacre. Do you want to be a woman of faith and courage? And if there are any men reading or listening, do you want to be a strong man of God? It doesn't matter what your age is. It doesn't matter your position in life or your education. Neither does it matter your race nor ethnicity nor religion. What does matter is whether or not you know God's Word. Do you know God's Word? In matters of the soul and spirit, a person needs to have their wits about them or else we can deceive ourselves. Appearances cannot be relied upon. During this pandemic, many small business owners have had to look into their accounts and take difficult steps either to save it or let it go. But in matters of the soul, a person cannot lose by searching their own heart while there is still time. Our hearts must be renewed. I have watched, as a hospice nurse, the difference in some people who are Christians as they face death and those who are not. The life of God in the soul at times is almost tangible. God revealed himself in the person of Jesus. Thus, we can believe all his promises. God loves faith because it honors him. That leads to obedience. In John 6, verses 28 through 29, the Jews asked Jesus, What must we do to do the works God requires? Jesus answered, The work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent, meaning himself. If you stop reading or listening now, perhaps pride has intervened. But Hebrews 11.6 states, Without faith, it is impossible to please God. I will continue next week about the promises of God. I want to show you my very first little notebook with his promises from the 1970s. And then in the blog, there's a picture. There's a capital B on one of the pages. And below it says, my first notebook with scriptures to memorize for my areas of need. The B represents bitterness. I knew where I struggled and listed scriptures for those areas. 
In this instance, I had a Bible with a concordance in the back. I looked for verses in my areas of struggle and wrote them in this little notebook in alphabetical order. I don't know your areas of struggle or even if you have access to a Bible. If you need help finding verses, you can email me at mckeever.joyce at yahoo.com. My blog has nothing for sale and I do not have a mailing list. Or you could ask a friend or a pastor or borrow a Bible with a concordance. Underneath, there's words to the hymn, Standing on the Promises, and then a video of Alan Jackson singing, Standing on the Promises. That's all for today. Mind how you go. You know why? I'm sure most of you do, because God minds how you go, and he minds how I go. Lord bless you, and bye.